victory looking to build. Barbarousas is quick. Is he in behind top four? Stanley. It doesn't matter. Costa Barbarousas. Wow. Welcome back to the Oz Football Hour here on FNR Football Nation Radio. Coming to you from the past today, it's a pre-record. That's why Jason's on Zoom. Josh here with usual co-host Jason Goldsmith. And we're delighted to be joined now by a youngster who's shown some serious promise breaking through into senior football this season for the Central Coast Mariners. Dan Hall, welcome to FNR. Thanks for having me, lads. Good to be here. Uh, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on board. First of all, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself because you're pretty new on the professional football scene, but you've been slaving away in the Mariners Academy for quite some time. Um, yeah, so I'm um, 22 now. Um, I've come through the MPL in Brisbane, um, moved over to the Central Coast Academy team, joined the youth setup in 2018, and I've kind of just been there since working my way through and um i guess last year was my first professional contract and now um i've i guess just more game time this year and um enjoying it and yeah loving every minute so far is it a hard position to break through in at center back when you know there's so much responsibility there you know one mistake changes the game is it is it a tough spot for you know a young player to to get picked and get the coach's trust um yeah for sure i mean i've I fell in love with it when I found out I don't have to run as much. So, um, <laughs> but I guess, yeah, I, I guess any position you have to be disciplined and um, playing senior football anywhere. Um, obviously, every position has their different challenges. But um, yeah, centre back for me, um, I guess, if you make mistakes at the back, you can get punished. So, um, I guess it's just extra incentive to be focused for the full money. You hinted there that, that maybe central defence uh, wasn't always your position. And I think we maybe can see that in, in how comfortable you are in possession. You used to be a midfielder, was it? Uh, yeah, correct. Funny enough, uh, like I had a video sent into the Mariners Academy to like get the trial. And like I was watching back that video and it said like my preferred position. Like I think my first position was like a right wing 10 position. And then um, I joined the Mariners Academy and um I guess gradually just started getting moved back with um, a couple injuries that set me back. And um, yeah, now I find myself playing centre-back, which I'm enjoying. It must be a, a good a good vibe there at the moment with a lot of the younger players. Like the Mariners, when they first came into the A-League, were known for developing a lot of young talent. And it seems to be that way this season. How is it uh, with all the young players, you know, Farrell, Rolls, Miller, yourself, how's it all going? Yeah, for sure. I mean... Um, as you said, that there's a big core of young players that are led by the more experienced players, and I think that works well. They complement each other. Um, I guess you see a lot of the likes of Jacob Farrell, uh, first professional contract, first professional season he's playing, um, has that so much confidence, which I guess is instilled by not just the players but the coaching staff as well. So it's good. Tell us a little bit about your coach, Nick Montgomery. You know, he's, he cuts an imposing figure, the, the uh, Sheffield accent and uh, sort of stern demeanour, but he seems to have uh, built a good camaraderie in, in the dressing room. Yeah, I mean, Monty, as you said, um, pr- quite the prestigious background, um, playing for Sheffield and that. Um, and then I guess also almost like a Mariners icon, um, 
playing at the coast and knows what it means to represent the coast. So I guess he's um, really just passed down that belief and the pride you have to wear the jersey each week. And I guess that's um, what a lot of the players are buying into, which is good. Um, you had a good cup run, scored your first goal for the Mariners as well. Make <laughs> the final. Talk us through um, the cup run there for, for the Mariners, so first ever final. Yeah, so um, I guess pre-season we set out that, you know, we want to do well in the cup and we want to progress and um, go as far as we can. And I think we proved that um, we could do that, making it all the way to the grand final. Um, obviously, it was a tough, uh, tough loss and a big game against Melbourne Victory where we lost in the grand final. But um, I guess, yeah, I guess for a lot of the younger players, it was their first chance of silverware mm. and um, that first real um, atmosphere shock when you walk out at um, Amy Park where they're singing Stand By Me. So, um, but yeah, no, obviously I guess we all enjoyed it and um, I guess we're looking forward to the next one. How was it going back there after the final? I know, you know, a lot of the players have been really disappointed with with how the result turned out, but I, I thought you did yourselves proud in a, in a pretty uh, intimidating atmosphere. It must have been weird to go back so soon. Yeah, I mean, um, it was almost like you were just playing them a couple of weeks ago, which it really was. And um, I guess going back there, we ideally, um, I think things didn't go our way. We wanted, obviously, to get the three points or at least pull a draw out of the game. But um, I guess that's football and um, you move on from that pretty quickly with the short turnarounds. And it's been quite, we talked a little bit before the start, Dan, it's been quite tough uh, conceding. Uh, very last-minute goals in the last few games cost yourself uh, a, a couple of wins and, and then also a, a draw as well. How's, how's that been for the group? I know you've had to stay together in Melbourne ahead of a, a, a game. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, as a team, obviously, it hurts those ones where you you, you lose it or you drop points at the death. Um, obviously, no team wants to go through that. And for us to go through it three weeks on the trot, it's pretty um, pretty frustrating, but... As I said, the Mariners, you know, we're, we, we stick together. So I know as a team, we're just going to bounce back from this and um, keep pushing on. And like, so as I said, the short turnarounds, you know, it, you're able to make amends pretty quickly, which is a good thing. Let's talk about your game. You're pretty confident playing the ball out from the back. You, you like to dribble a little bit in advance into midfield with the ball, which, you know, some players playing at centre-back uh, – either don't want to take that risk or don't trust themselves in that situation. Is that something that the, the coaching staff has uh, really empowered you to do? Um, yeah, 100%. I mean, um, as I said, I was previously playing as like a more midfielder um, higher up on the pitch. So um, I've always had that um, being ability to just drive towards defenders and um, almost try and make things happen. But then moving back to centre back, and especially under Monty and Sergio, they've really encouraged me as they think it's um, a, uh, I'd say a strong point in my game being able to uh, field and attract attackers in. So they've obviously said that um, that's something that I can help bring to the team, and they um, don't want me to shy away from that. So that's why they encourage me to do it so often. We'll talk about your international, perhaps, aspirations, I guess, Dan. Um, you've got some Fijian heritage in this talk. They're looking to call you up for their national team for the World Cup qualifiers in the Oceania group that's uh, coming up in March. Uh, what's, the, what's the story there? Um, yeah, so 
Um, the the official the official team list for the Fiji the 24 man I think it was for those qualifiers is announced and I'm not I'm not on that um, at the moment I'm still um, obviously it's been a bit um, of a challenge to um, obtain a Fijian passport mm. but um, I guess if I manage to do that um, there's every chance I guess Fiji could be a thing in the future for sure. Are you a little conflicted at all with uh, which country you want to play for? You know, given that you are playing first team football in the A League, you know, soccer is cap isn't out of the realms of possibility. Uh, is that is that a hard one to to toss up and make a decision on? Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, as I said, like if you tell me if you told me that, um, I would even be thinking about one day playing for the Socceroos. Even six months ago, I would have probably laughed at you. So, um, I guess. It's crazy how football works and how quick things change. So I guess you just have to have an open mind and um, see where it takes you. So that's what I'm planning on doing. Has anyone has anyone from Football Australia spoken to you about with the, with the talk about going to play for Fiji? Has anyone spoken to you from from Australian side of things? Um, no, no, I haven't had any one reach out from the Australia side of things. It's just been contact with like um, some people over in Fiji about. Yeah, they the Fijian management and that. So yeah, that's how far that's gone. You mentioned uh, you told me that it was um, the Fijian sides from your birth mother. Have you been back to Fiji at any stage with the underage teams and things like that? Um, yeah, actually, I've um, I went over. I think it was it was 2018 before I actually joined the Mariners. Um, I just come back, so I went over for and I think it was an under 20 under 20 Fijian camp and I was there for about a week and a half um, mm-hmm. um and yeah met some of the players um enjoyed my time over there um and yeah it was pretty eye-opening um seeing a different style of football and um yeah no it was something I really did enjoy we've had Fijian players make a big impact in the A-League before one notable one of course in in Roy Krishna uh did you watch him at all growing up um yeah, I, um, when when he was playing at Wellington, um, obviously knowing that he was Fijian, and um, I remember um, just watching. And I think I was uh, he scored in the Olympic Games as well. I remember watching that. And um, yeah, no, he's a quality player. And um, obviously, I didn't get the chance to play against him or meet him personally. But um, yeah, he's definitely someone who um, a lot of the Fijians can look up to. There's, a, there's another player, a, a very recent teammate of yours that might be in a, in a similar situation who has an Australian mother in, um, in Jason Cummings. Now, mm. from the outside looking in, he looks like quite the character. How's he been in the, in the dressing room and with you young fellas in the, in the Mariners? Um, yeah, no. Um, but he's a legend to be straightforward with you. You know, top guy, um, down to earth, um, love, loves, loves the banter and... Um, but on the pitch, you know, he works hard. He's a hardworking, good player, great finisher. So I think he complements the team well. In um, he's well balanced. So which is um, only going to benefit the team. You got any stories about him so far that are uh, fit for broadcast? <laughs> um, oh, look, honestly, um, oh, what, what do we have from? Oh well, I don't know if you follow his socials, but um, he just got a. I don't know how old it is, but he, he drives around the combi van now on the coast. So um, when you see it, when you see a Scotsman driving a combi van around the central coast, it's a pretty funny sight. And um, if, you, if you give him a wave, you'll definitely wave back because he, he he loves it in there. But um, yeah, no, he's, he's a funny bloke, and I guess I guess you can pretty you can see that pretty early on as soon as you talk to him. 
Well, talk to me about the the home advantage that Central Coast Mariners have. I mean, uh, it's a community focused club. You've had some pretty good atmospheres this season, and obviously, it's a beautiful stadium to play at. Uh, what's it like, you know, living on the coast and and being part of that setup when you're not on the road down in Melbourne like this? Yeah, um, I mean, you know, I've been on the coast now for uh, it's coming up to four years, so um, and I, I honestly love it on the coast. Um, it's like a second home for me, and I guess um, one thing about the Mariners is you know it is a community club, and the locals get around the club and support the club, and um, the club means a lot to the people of the Central Coast. So. Um, I guess the last year we brought back the crowds with the good results and um, I guess we're just hoping to maintain those crowds and create that atmosphere to help us get three points each week. You, if my notes are correct, have captained the uh, Mariners youth side before, or the MPL side, I should say. Uh, is that an aspiration for the future to, to one day wear the armband? <laughs> um, see, I think... Not to put any pressure um, on you, yeah, of course. That is cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, no pressure, but um, I guess, as I said, football changes quickly, so it's hard to hard to read the future. But um, I guess at the moment, I'm really just focused on um, playing each game, um, doing my best for the club, and I guess with consistent performances, um, who knows what can happen. So, yeah, I guess that one's um, that one's still there to be discussed later on. I guess. <laughs> Well, your current skipper, Oli Bazanic, has done plenty in the game. He's got heaps of experience and uh, seems to be leading this young group with a blom. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about him and his influence? Yeah, so I remember um, Oli coming in from back during COVID with, from Scotland and um, I remember straight away meeting him. You could just tell he was a real leader and, um, you know, just a true professional. So I guess having that um, having someone like himself um, around the team, leading the team each week, um, you're obviously going to learn a lot from him. Um, so he's obviously there. Um, he's very good with his feedback on how he, um, you know, he'll let you know if you, you need to work on something and he's very straightforward about it, which is only going to benefit the team. So, but yeah, um, Ollie's definitely one of those players in the team that we have that um, really guides the younger players and um, pushes them to be better. He um, obviously with World Cup experience for Oli, but he also had stints with uh, Victory and also Melbourne City. Any um, suggestions of what you could do on your days off uh, here in Melbourne? You've had a, a sort of what, a five, six day stay. Did he give you any suggestions? Um, yeah, uh, he gave us suggestions, but I mean, with the short turnaround, you know, we, we haven't been able to get to all those suggestions. But, um, you know, we've, we've done the shopping Um and, you know, we just walked around and enjoyed the sights of Melbourne. So it's been good. Well, we love having you here. We love watching on the pitch. Uh, Dan Hall, thank you so much for making the time. Best of luck for your game, well, tonight as this airs. And uh, we look forward yeah, to seeing you. more of you this A-League season. Yeah, appreciate it, boys. Thanks for having me on. We'll take a short break and come back with more on the other side on the Oz Football Hour on FNR.